what a lovely evening for now, Mr. Sam Hunt. How are you there? Look, I, uh, I find myself at the end of the line there, Laurie. Yep, <laughs> I think I've got the right one. Is your surname Foon? You're, that is correct. How well, did that's, you... uh, that's the person I had to speak to, Laurie Foon. Yeah, that is me, and you are the one, and I needed to speak to you, so this is very exciting. <laughs> well, it's all happening at the same time, isn't it? <laughs> that, Sam, I often find that helps. Well, it does help. <laughs> if, 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 if there's a person at either end of the line, <laughs> It's like, it's like with a lot of other things, you know. You, you know, uh, you know, you're here all alone, or is there somebody else sharing this experience? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I never know, but hey, let, now we have found, it. I've never found out. <laughs> no one's ever told me. <laughs> all right, look, Mr. Sam Hunt, welcome to B Sides on Wellington's Access Radio. Uh, it's, good. It's, 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 it's a pleasure to be here. If I, even if I am in the on some travelling on some satellite. Yeah. You, now you said you just had a storm up in Kaipara. Oh, What's a big, happened? Big storm on the Kaipara. Big. Well, it's, wow. big, it's big up north. There's, there's lots of parts of New Zealand that are being knocked around at the moment. I've got to fly. I'm, I've got to fly. To, well, I'm meant to be flying yeah. tomorrow from Whangarei yeah. to, to Auckland, then Auckland to Wellington. Yes. But you know, I, I mean, I'll hopefully be there in time for the. First show, which fortunately isn't tomorrow. It's it's um, I've got I've got a day's grace on Thursday. Yes, on Thursday. Yeah, but because of the weather here, well, my driver, <laughs> my driver, my <laughs> horseman, my horseman. <laughs> That's even better, Sam. <laughs> yeah, my, well, he, he's got the team of horses ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Good, but, but but we've got to decide. Um, We've got to decide. Um, just give me one second. Sure. Sorry, I just had to sort of uh, turn something off here. Um, as <laughs> long as... Over. Um, <laughs> the, uh, my, my horseman, um, Dave Salter, um, is, is lining the horses up, and, and we've got to decide uh, whether to drive north to Whangarei Airport or south to Auckland Airport. Right. Major decision. Yeah, major decision. And it's all amazing when our environment comes in on us. And it's feeling a bit wintry in Wellington, but it's not stormy. So I'm going to stop whinging now. Oh, I, lo- <laughs> I, lo- I love storm. You know? It's like it's it's like in that that old song of um, Theodore Reutke called In a Dark Time, which, and that's not so much about storm, but that's about darkness and depression. <laughs> but he, he says, in a dark time, the eye begins to, to see. I meet my shadow in the deepening shade. I hear my echo in the echoing wood. A lord of nature weeping to a tree. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah great. And, um, and, and with storm, I've always... Uh, I've always gone gone for storm, you but, know. Been a bit bit inspired. I, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. You said before we came on air that uh, would you do a poem about Wellington? Yes. Well, that was kind of. I thought you must have been asked so many questions by every person on the planet, but I thought maybe just a few things about Wellington because well, there's so much about Wellington. But it's about well, it, it becomes obvious in the poem. But I'll tell you a little story behind it. it when I was, um, well, I'm 68 years old Congratulations. In a couple, couple of weeks on the 4th of July 
they have they, they in fact have a, have a holiday in the US on my birthday. Yes, <laughs> I know they celebrate for you. They do. <laughs> me, me and Louis Armstrong got the same birthday. Hey, that's good company, Sam. He's good company. <laughs> He's great company. I'm greatly honoured, greatly honoured to be in it. And um, but anyway, uh, at, but when I was. 20 years old, 19 turning 20, I lived um, my first experience of living near Wellington. At yes. My, my address was last, last House house South, Pukaroa Bay. Last House South, I love Pukaroa it. Pukaroa Bay. And uh, anyway, I, uh, and I wrote a lot of poems over that year, or the poems wrote themselves and I helped them a lot. Right, yeah. And... Uh, Anyway, just recently, speaking about the Whangarei Airport, a few months ago, I was at the Whangarei Airport, and it was a very quiet, calm day on that occasion. Yes. Anyway, a little, beautiful little old woman, the archetypal little old woman, came up to about yeah, about half my height, you know, in terms of height, not stature. But... Uh, uh, and she said, are you Sam Hunt? You're, you are Sam Hunt, aren't you? And I said, yes. wait, I'm his lesbian sister. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite a regular reply. <laughs> and <laughs> I was rampant limp at the lesbian sister. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I said, no, no, I was, I was Sam Hunt. And she said, my husband, who she explained, died about 10 years before. He was a rangatira of the far north. Wow. And um, and I knew his name once she said it. Um, and um, she said uh, that he loved a poem of yours. Oh, she wow. Said, I think it was by you. He always used to say it was by Sam Hunt. And it was called My White Ship. Oh. And, um, and so, anyway, um, my, my mind went, woo, because yeah, I hadn't done the poem, I hadn't done it in shows or anything. It's just one of those ones that you'd written and sort of kept, I suppose. Right. You know, they didn't go out in public. I mean, about one, only about one poem in ten or whatever goes out. Right, interesting. Mm. Or even maybe less than, you know, yeah. like, well, one in, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't done the counting, but... Yeah. Um, but Anyway, yeah, I said, yes. She said, you wouldn't say it for me, would you? So anyway, the Auckland, the, the, wow. the, the Whangarei Airport, this little Maori lady and myself, uh, and uh, I told her the poem. So I'd, I'd like to tell you the poem, because it was a poem that I wrote in that year at Pukaroa Bay. Great. Oh, we would love to hear so it, it's, called, it's, it's a very much a young man's poem. I mean, it's quite sort of brazen and sort of, you know, I can cope with this, but you can't sort of stuff. <laughs> So it's called My White Ship, and it goes like this. Okay. Although together we drift the bay's slow pull of tides and know the sea behind the island will never drag us away and drifting lift not one white sail to trap the day nor catch the sun. The ethic of my love for you remains that I am a lone sailor of the night, captain of my white ship. And though you be a good day's mate, your fight's too weak to ride with me these wild black nights. So lie, please, in the peace of your anchored sleep, and do not cry for help, my love, as if I'm drowning you. But lie on without fright when I raise my sail up and ride out on the night on my white ship. Mm. So that was the poem that 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 her husband had had, had often on occasion said, especially towards the end of his life. And that I was he very loved. touched by that. Yeah, I was more than deeply touched. I was 
bowled over. That's great, Sam. That that's a great story. And I'm imagining you at the last house on Pukidua Bay, allowing that palm to come through for you. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's a funny thing about palms coming through. Yeah, how you does know, how does that work? You know, like it's it's more and more a process. Well, in fact, it always has been when I start thinking about it. But but the, the poem actually, uh, you know, is is more an act of composition than writing. Oh. you don't write poems. You know, you compose poems because it's more for me. I mean, I'm just talking about myself. I don't know how other people do it. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been there when they've been doing it. Um, is that because of the rhythm that come comes with it? Well, do you hear the flow yeah, first? I hear it. I, yeah. I'm listening to stuff. Um, I'm listening to them in my head. Right, um, and I don't yet know what the words are, but mm. uh, but I'll, often I'll know what to use a, mu- a musical term. I I know what key it's in, and I know what chord it's in. Wow! Um, I, I, I also more particularly know the voice. I'm not saying this with every poem. It no, doesn't I... always happen like that. I wish it did, but it doesn't for me uh, every time. But when when a good when a goodie is coming along, one of those one and one and. 17. <laughs> They're getting bigger now, Sam. Yeah, like I've, I've been thinking about it since I met him. But I think I'll be up to about 1 in 23 in a yeah, minute. Yeah, we will, we will. Oh, no. no and, and, uh, but when one of the good ones is coming along, right. they sort of introduce themselves and you hear their voice and you think, oh, yeah, yeah I know, I know what, what, what part of the what part of the family you're from. Wow. And, um, you know, I know that voice. Uh, quite often it's my mother's voice. Really? Um, it's, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, but it is. It's, it's, it's um, or something. It's uh, or an echo of her laughter. You know? Right. I mean, she's, she died 10 years ago. Yes. But, uh, yes, but she features, well, she featured a lot to do with poems, actually. You know, I mean, she... Was, was know, she a poet, um, too? Did she mm-hmm. did she inspire you at all with poetry as well? Oh gosh, yes. Right. So oh she... yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know, most definitely. You know, mm. and, I mean, there are, there are poems that um, oh, too many to even talk about. But but you know, Yeats and she loved the loved right. the lady Yeats. So I grew up with that thanks to her. And, lucky uh, and Sam, my, very lucky you are. Well, my father was sort of thirty years older than her. Right. You know? I mean, when they met, he was forty-two and she was twelve. Um, <laughs> Can we? We <laughs> <laughs> fast forward that. But, uh, yeah, they, no. no, but they weren't. They weren't. Excuse me. No. They, they, they became. You know, you know they eventually became husband and wife right. many years later. But uh, that's what the age they were when they first met. When when I was born, my my father was sixteen, my mother was thirty. Wow! And then when my wow. first son Tom was born, uh, my father was ninety, my mother was sixty. I was thirty, and <laughs> and and Tom was just 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 bopping onto the ground. Right. So you you tend to go in a thirty year increments, your family. I'm a thirty year yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it goes in thirty year cycles around here. <laughs> You should watch it. It's a very old washing machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at least it'll give you time to drum up a few poems along the way, Sam. We can put it on, put it on rinse and it'll take 90 years. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it seems like it's not a bad cycle to me. Now, can I ask you a couple of questions? Because I, I, you're such a fascinating person and, and you're such an icon for oh, New Zealand. No, I, don't, I don't like icons. I, I know you won't. Don't call, don't call me a legend or anything. <laughs> that, that's, that's the most frightening one of all. Okay, well, i tell you what you have been. What, what I have loved about you, apart from your beautiful work and words that you know, and your sound is, 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 is in our minds as well, maybe not as often as in your own head. And, and good looks. <laughs> yeah, and good Oh, yeah, absolutely. And rock and roll style, Sam. We love that. <laughs> but you've been, remained true to your individuality. And, you know, this is to me what is also needs to be really celebrated. H- has that been a, a path for you or something you've committed to along the way as well? Well, I tell you a little story, a poem about e, by E. Cummings. Uh, when I was in Standard 2, I was being taught by the nuns. The nuns, well. The, the Sisters <laughs> of Mercy. And uh, at, at St. Joseph's College, uh, convent at, at Takapuna on the North Shore in Auckland. In those days, it was a fairly batchy sort of place. Right. Anyway. Takapuna, not now. <laughs> not now. No, 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 no. In fact, in those days, because my parents had lived on Milford Beach there, and the, you know, the expression was, are you married or do you live in Milford? <laughs> 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 and I like that. And are uh, you married or do you live in Milford? Yeah. Um, not now. <laughs> but, but again, now you need now. to get married to someone wealthy to live in Milford, I That's think. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, uh, but one day in class, Sister Mary Bernardine, this particular Sister of Mercy, said, does anyone know a poem or something? I forget how it came up. I can't really remember the occasion, but it's been recalled for me. Anyway, one day... My mother was in Milford doing a little bit of shopping and uh, Sister Ber- Mary Bernardine and the, the accompanying nun, they always travelled in pairs. Right. <laughs> they knew what they were about. And, um, <laughs> and uh, she came up to my mother and said, Oh, Mrs. Sam, Sam said the most extraordinary poem in class yesterday. And uh, Mum's thinking, oh, God, what have you been saying now? <laughs> and... Uh, and anyway, uh, I'll tell you the poem. It's by an answer to your question about about you know what you are and why you do what you do or whatever. Yeah. What was your, that was a sort of a question, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, it's all heading down the same road. Yeah, yeah it's going the same <laughs> Being direction. Being uniquely yeah. yourself, I think, yeah, is well, what okay. I'm trying to get well, at. Well, listen to this one. This is E. Cummings. This is the poem that I said when when Sister Ber- Mary Bernardine said, "Does anyone know a poem?" So I stood up in class at eight years old. Yes, eight. And eight, and <laughs> says this poem that my mother used to say by E. Cummings, and goes like this, just 12 lines, 12 very short lines. No time ago, or else for life, walking in the dark, I met Christ. Jesus, my heart flopped over and lay still while he passed. As close as I am to you, yes, closer, made of nothing except loneliness. And was the poem. Wow. Yeah, and and Sister Bernard, Bernardine, that was to just give mm. it a time context and music. Pat Boone had just come out on wow. <laughs> parades with a song called Bernardine, and Sister Bernardine was about as wide as a bus. <laughs> and she was a big, big, big woman, but very kind, very kind. 
And uh, but we used to say those song lines from Pat Boone's Bernardine. You know, your separate parts are not unknown, but the way you assemble them is all your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Bernardine! So that was the story there. Wow! So at that time, I mean, people wouldn't have been as open-minded to you you having this this talent and this these words that you were so able how how were people responding around you as you were feeling this oh no i had I, no i had i mean my father was a barrister right and a good one um for years i didn't know why his old waistcoats you know um, never had pockets i realized i was a legal friend um, explained to me himself, a QC. Explained that uh, that lawyer, the barristers who become good enough at their trade, yes, don't need notes. Therefore, they don't need pockets. Aha! Uh-huh. Good enough. I wrote a poem. I don't, can't remember it at the moment, but it's called "My Father's Waistcoats." Um, but uh, it's, it's it's like the thing that you've got you got the story in your head. You don't really want it on the bit of paper. So when I do a performance, when I do a show, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not reading from books. I'm telling it from the, uh, well, I'm telling it from uh, within, shall we yes, say. Yes, yes. So yeah, and I'd hate it to be any other way. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be going out doing shows and things. But, but it always seemed natural from early days. You sort mm. of saying, how was it received? Well, I remember doing my first paid gig. Um, in Murray's Bay, again on the North Shore, and a friend of my mother's was involved in a group there. Um, don't know whether it was group sex, I don't think it was. No, 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 it wasn't anything like, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like that. It was nothing like that, no, but it was what lovely people, and they, and they, and they had me as, um, special guests. I was still stuttering a lot. How, I, how I old were you, Sam? Stuttering, but, but I had these poems. Uh, that were sort of kept on making themselves up inside, inside, and uh, and um, and I was learning how to remember them, and wow. and, and also probably not uh, learning how not to forget them. Yes. Yeah. Is there a talent? Is there a um a tr- a trick that you have, or how do you remember this? You know, remember all your poems so well. <laughs> Sam, secret. There's a book come out from all the Psychology 101 students <laughs> in Australasia. I've got, I've got it here. I'm not going to quote from it. Don't worry. It's called Psychology in Context. And it's a big, big, expensive textbook. It'd be, I guess it'd be about, I don't know, $150, I'd imagine, for those poor old students to be buying. Yes. Anyway, again. there's a chapter in there. It's all about memory and things. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Professor... Um, Tony Lambert is the name of one of the authors and he's from Auckland University Psychology Department and this is his publication and uh, it's a major I mean it's a 400 page book you know it's all about all sorts of forms of memory and yeah so he's got a chapter on me there which is quite interesting you know um, wow. so, so sort of um, but it started off when uh, a woman from Canterbury University got hold of me. I think she was, I don't know if she was from the university or the, or the polytech, I'm not sure, but 
she wrote to me a handwritten letter wanting to do a study on the memory, not a handwritten, a typewritten uh, letter, um, saying she wanted to do it anyway. Then I, and I replied to her, and um, and never heard another word. And then about a year after it would have happened that I heard that she, she was one of the people, I think, I may have, my facts may be wrong here, but, but uh, I think she was killed on the Christchurch earthquake. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, so when oh. um, Tony Lambert got hold of me to do, a, to, to do a series of interviews about my memory, my real thing about that is that with other people's poems that I remember and things, um, it's a simple fact is I can't forget them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like not so much that I can remember them, it's the fact I can't forget, forget the little buggers. They're, you know? they're, a, they're a part of you, aren't they? They're, they're, you just... Well, they are part of you. Yeah. They're part of your makeup, yeah. Yeah, they most definitely are. You know, and, I, and, I, and one thing I've been enjoying, I've been involved with a friend of mine who died about a year ago, Sarah Broom, wonderful poet. Right. And she published a couple of books of poems, Tigers at Afitu and, uh, and Gleam, which came out posthumously. Anyway, she and I became good friends in the last couple of years of her life. She's only 40 when she died. Wow. A phenomenal poet. Do any listeners who want, who want yes. to get onto a good poet, get the name, just think of a, of, uh, of a broomstick. Yes. Sarah Broom. Sarah Broom. I've written that down good, to follow good. up on. Tigers yeah. at Afi 2 and Gleam. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, she, one of the last visits up here, up to, to, to visit me up here on the Kaipara, we were joking one afternoon, having a few drinks and things, and uh, she was been on every possible, you know, she'd had lung cancer. She was diagnosed when she, anyway, it was, I mean, she never smoked or anything like that. It was just a, what, something genetic. Right. Um, anyway, but there she fought for five years and wrote these phenomenal, absolutely astonishing poems in the meantime. And um, and uh, we were joking about. She said, "You know," she said, "Do you know those poems that everyone knows or thinks they know, but no one actually knows?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was great because we we both knew exactly what it was. And 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 when she and I said, "Yeah," I said, "One of Yeats's poems, one of Yeats's best known poems, is probably one of his, one of his least known poems right. called Sailing to Byzantium." She said at the time, you know, do you know it? I said, I know a bit of it. My mother and I used to sort of well. get through it together. And she knew enough lines. Well, when the news came through that April of last year, same day that Dave McCartney died, in fact. Wow. I had a friend die on either side of yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That would have been big. And um, uh, April 13th of 2013. And, um, and the first thing I realised... When Sarah died, and I don't want to sound too cosmic about this, but let's say it, I suddenly knew sailing to Byzantium on my own. Wow. And one of the things, uh, when I'm doing, doing the shows now, I mean, I, lo- I mean, I love bringing it in now because, I, because it's become such a friend, but it's always been slightly out there on the edge of the group, you know. Mm. Never, never sort of looked at it eyeball to eyeball. 
Right. And um, and I certainly do so now. I won't say the poem now because it'll take no. you through till the six o'clock news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe on Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're that's on. A that's a deal. That's a deal. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be sitting there waiting. Now, Sam, I have one more question for you, um, although I could certainly talk to you all night. I could look forward to that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over a glass of wine next time. Just something about Wellington. What what do you have you found? You've spent a lot of time, and I know not exactly in the city, but what have you found special about Wellington City? Oh, it's a bit like they asked... Somebody asked Bob Dylan recently if it's true he plays golf, and he said, well, I don't know. He said, but I, I know I've got to stand sideways when I hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say that would be my answer. You've got to stand sideways when you hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do to get through this town, but actually not today. I like it. I love Wellington. I, 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 I've... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 played a big part, and no, not so much as you said, yeah. the city. But uh, but I love that. Yeah, but I'm a bit nervous about that. There's earthquakes. And yes, yes. Well, Royal Moco bubbling, you know, sort of belching away there. But um, but then again, you know, wherever you live, you know, they can they they can they can get you. There's yeah. something, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I just like to think if I could think of it. Uh, can I, I'd like to say a poem. I mentioned Cavity Island before. I'd like to yes. say a beautiful poem by my old friend, late friend, Alistair T. Artiki Campbell. Oh, oh, is he passing? Yeah, oh. some, some years ago now. Oh. Yeah, and one of his most beautiful poems is just a yes, please. very that would simple be beautiful. poem, and he, was, he wrote such wonderful, simple poems. You know, I remember Dennis Glover saying to me years ago, he said, don't ever forget Sambo. He said the the simple ones are the hard ones to write. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, and, uh, the man who wrote the magpies and, the, and sings Harry and Arawata Bill and so on, you can say that. Anyway, this is Alistair's poem, Alistair Teatica Campbell, and it's called Requiem, I Re- think. Requiem? I don't know what it's got. He, he gave it different titles. He never quite knew what to call it. <laughs> it's like when I was ch- children, you just can't get the right name yeah. for it. You know. <laughs> Friend, because that was another title, for the opening word, Friend. Friend, this be the dearest of my wishes, the last leaf shaken from the tree. So, so the south wind with my ashes to fallen tears on Capity. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, uh, wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful. I'll tell you a little poem. Sam, you need to go, and we need to go too. So, oh, you, I got, look, I have to go after work. <laughs> you yeah. Can- yeah, but I've, we, I've got to turn the potatoes you, down. You do have to turn the t- potatoes down. Balling, but we're, balling. we're going I, to see you on Thursday and Friday night. I don't give a damn about that. I'm worried about the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do the potatoes first, and then we'll see you in Wellington, and we're all really looking forward to having you here. Laurie, it is always a treat. What a pleasure to talk to you. You too, Sam. And a I'm big hug. I'm the right person. <laughs> okay. It is Laurie Foon, isn't it? It is Laurie Foon. Well, it is definitely Sam Hunt. And if it was somebody else, lucky her. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if it wouldn't Sam Hunt, lucky him. <laughs> See ya. Lovely, Sam. Thank you so much. My pleasure. We're going to play some David Kilgore and the Crazy Eights from and your let me album. Just say a little bit of a, an old Sicilian phrase of farewell, which is Baciamo Limani, questo non altro, oscumente, forte alla vita. I hallelujah, I don't know what to say to that. I'll tell you tomorrow. Okay. Oh, Thursday. 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 Yeah. Sam, you're a superstar. Bye-bye.